0: Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. Hello, and God bless you. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in on today to learn more about health in spirit, soul, and body. Over the past couple of months, I had the amazing pleasure to host some wonderful guests on the show who talked about health on the spiritual, physical, as well as the emotional level. And today I'm going to talk about a topic that impacts all of our lives. And it particularly has to do with stress. And over the past 30 years, there has been a drastic shift concerning the American way of life or our Western culture, as you could say. And unfortunately to our demise, our society has become one that's driven by achieving high productivity, high profits, overruling the need to rest from physical labor. And we are living in a time where there are 24-7 operations. And I can remember growing up, there was a time when there was, you know, a shutdown. There was a time to rest from all of our labor. There was nothing opened on Sundays. Things shut down at a particular time. In the evening, and even in the pandemic that we're facing right now, we see that there's been some restructuring in our our schedules as far as the hours for stores being open. They're not open like they used to be, but there was a time where everything stopped. And so we're living in a time where individuals in and outside of the church are living in a space of having a never-ending schedule. They're jam-packed. Um, they're major to-do lists, things that are encompassing work, home, family, community. Ministry activities are really crowding out time and space to connect with God, with our families, on a deeper and a more personal level. And one of the things that i like to share is a, a quote that I've written in my book, Rock Your World Naturally, Seven Divine Keys to Unlock Extraordinary Health. And it's one that I continually keep at the forefront of my life as well as share with those that I work with. Excessive work without rest is a dangerous formula that results in spiritual, physical, and mental fatigue that eventually leads to burnout. And so if you think about your own life and those areas where we may need to slow down a bit, that's what this show is designed to do today to help you to perform an assessment of different areas in your life that may need to have some readjustments along the way as we all need to from time to time. Some statistics from the American Institute of Stress reveal that stress is at an all-time high and it shows no signs of slowing down. Three out of four doctor's visits are for stress-related ailments and 24% of US employees work an additional six hours extra weekly without pay, causing Americans to lose at least $2,262 per year, which is enough to take a family of five on a five day trip to Disney. Stress related ailments are also costing the nation over 300 billion annually in medical bills and lost productivity. One survey says that 44% of Americans feel more stressed than they did five years ago. And we can certainly see that that number has risen especially in our time of COVID-19. One in five Americans experience extreme stress to include heart palpitations, shaking, and even depression. And work-related stress causes 10% of all strokes. 40% of people that are overly stressed usually overeat and they usually equate or couple that with unhealthy food. And then 44% of people lose sleep every night due to stress-related activities. And so reading these statistics and thinking about our own lives, there definitely is a remedy found within the scriptures, found within the word of God. Because if we look around, people everywhere, they are seeking answers to overcome the mountainous terrains of stress that they're facing on a daily basis and every temporary remedy under the sun ranging from sleep aids to prescription medications um, they're proving to be inadequate in providing some type of permanent relief when it comes down to stress and if we take a look at the word of god and we're going to take a page the book of luke as jesus lovingly and gently replied to the dear sister of his friend martha and this is coming from luke the 10th chapter verses 40 to 42 and it says but martha was distracted with much serving and she went up to him and said lord do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Again, coming from Luke 10, verses 40 to 42. And so as Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, she was enjoying what I like to call a sabbath moment <laughs> a sabbath moment she was purposefully taking time to stop from all of her labor to sit down to be refilled and refreshed spiritually physically mentally by taking in the living waters found in Jesus's word and so If we're not careful, much like Martha, we can become caught up in many of the daily activities of life and miss out on the goodness and the blessings that God has for us when we rest in Him. And Martha, she was greatly distracted by the activity of doing, and that was creating an imbalance in our life. And so like never before, Individuals are being constantly bombarded with distractions from all sides, whether it's overbooked schedules, late night TV, social media platforms, video gaming, reality TV shows, overspending, emails, cramming more work into longer hours. And so if we think about our own lives, we have to be able to take some time to take out those Sabbath moments. And what do I mean by a Sabbath moment? And and many times the Sabbath is mentioned several times throughout the Old Testament, but it's also mentioned in the New Testament. And so um, many people, when they talk about the Sabbath, whether it's in the church, they only Uh, equate that to being a day of worship but that's only part of it and so the, the scriptures clearly explain that it's a day of rest from all laborious tasks so that we can worship and honor God and so in this case taking a look at how does that really equate to us today and so in the book of Galatians the Apostle Paul gives us some godly counsel as believers regarding observation of days, months, seasons, years, revealing that we are under the new covenant and we're not bound to observing such things. In Galatians 4.10, it reads, You are trying to earn favor with God by observing certain days, months, seasons, or years, and so at that particular time, when Paul was writing to the Galatians, there were many false teachers among the Galatians that forced them to observe certain days of the months, seasons, and years, because they believed that it would draw them closer to God on a spiritual level. And in actuality, all this did, it was it brought them into greater bondage, and it did not draw them closer into a personal relationship with God, but it was uh, directing their attention on what they could achieve rather than focusing on what Christ did. And so Jesus' death, burial, his resurrection liberated Christians from living under any form of bondage because the Bible reminds us that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And Paul expounds on this further in the book of Colossians by providing guidance concerning the Sabbath. He says, therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day, which are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. And so from these um, scriptures, we glean two evident truths. First, Under the law, God created the Sabbath for his children as a day of rest, as a day of worship that was specifically set apart for him. And secondly, under the New Testament covenant, Christians were not bound by the legality of the law to observe the Sabbath. However, there are many God-centered philosophies within the Sabbath that I truly do believe that can be applied to our faith today. And again, we're living in a time where we're living in a society where we are just plagued and overcome by so many different activities that it would do us well to follow the pattern that God had originally designed for his children, which was to take a day out and to to rest from all of our labor, to worship, to sit at his feet so that we can take time out to not only rest our mind, our body, and our spirit. And one of the things that we have to to take a look at and be mindful of is, again, that we have just become so busy in our world today, particularly in the Western culture. And so many times, even traveling prior to COVID-19, that I observed that things were very different in other countries, other parts of the world, that they're not as busy as we are in our Western culture. Um, Even in European countries, it's written in their laws that every person must take at least 30 days of vacation annually and that they never miss their afternoon siestas, which are about three hours long. And so during this midday break, they stop from the hustle and the bustle of their work, of life. Their business is shut down. Individuals enjoy a home-cooked meal that's shared amongst their family and their friends. And many times that meal time is followed by a leisurely nap. And I remember a friend of mine, she had actually gone to Europe with her husband on vacation. And she recounted a trip that they went on. And she was expressing how shocked she was that they could not be served lunch during that particular time of day. And the business owner politely told them that this was their special time, that this was their siesta, that they had to come back later on. Um, She wasn't happy with the answer. She tried to persuade the owner to prepare their lunch based on the fact that they were Americans visiting from out of town But she received the same response, come back later. And so I like to say that many times we have to guard that sacred space of rest. And we have to make adjustments along the way in order to experience that rest that God has for us. And so making adjustments along the way to enter into that rest so that we will not be overstressed, we will not become overburdened, we will not become burnt out. And in my own life, this is something that I have to practice and I've, I've learned many things over the years by it. And learning to make adjustments was one of the things that I learned a lot about when I was in the Air Force. For those of you that do know or may not know, I'm honestly retired from the Air Force. And a lot of times, one of the first questions that I get when I tell people that I served in the Air Force is, did you fly airplanes? And I always answer no, but I work with some of the most outstanding flying units around the world. And the closest that I've ever come to flying an actual aircraft was during an informal training session on a C-5 simulator. And the C-5 is also known as the Galaxy because of its massive size. It's one of the Air Force's largest transport um, aircraft, and it's used to carry supplies, military personnel, equipment all over the world in support of our global operations. And so if you've never had the opportunity to um, be around or get into a flight simulator, it's identical to being in the actual cockpit of a real airplane and so the flight simulator it creates a real-life scenario in preparation of flying the real aircraft in any and all conditions and so I had the chance to be in a c5 simulator it was very realistic it looked just like you were in a c5 aircraft Um, the flight instruments the the runway looked as though it were real and as I held Um, the yoke in that simulator to control the aircraft, I had someone on the right side of me who was instructing me. He He was a trained pilot who was with me, who really guided me along the way. He was the expert and he guided me with confidence, with a calming voice during the entire simulation. And when I got off track a little bit, He would show me how to make those minor adjustments to navigate back on the course. And so it's the same way in our lives that God is our pilot and he wants to show you. He wants to show us how to get back on course concerning the principles that govern our spiritual, physical and our mental rest. And when we listen to his voice and we take the necessary steps to follow his plan, we'll end up in the destination that he is always prepared for us. Because something that is true for those of you that may be pilots, for those of you that have flown or have studied flight, if you get off a course by that one small adjustment, like you're off just by a minute detail, by a fraction of a hair, It's going to throw the whole course off and you're going to end up in another destination that you did not plan to go on. But it's important to to constantly keep track of the visuals. It's it's important to keep track of where we're headed again so that we can end up in the destination that God has already prepared for us. And when we're making those adjustments pertaining to our health, spiritual, physical, and mental, when we're moving towards that direction of rest, we can rest in Psalms 23, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd. He is there to feed. He is there to guide. He is there to shield me. And because of that, I shall not lack. He makes me to lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He refreshes and restores my very life. He leads and guides me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with him. Not earning it, but for his name's sake. Psalms 23 verses 1 to 3. And so resting in him is critical to our first place of rest. And so, another area when it comes down to stress is that we have again readjusted the cycles of life by being on this 24 hour time frame. And the book of Genesis narrates how God created man from the dust of the earth. And so, because we were originally created from the earth we were designed to move naturally with the rhythm of the earth and there were no time constructs regulating the day on a 24-hour system the bible says that there was only evening and there was only morning so can you imagine a world where there were no schedules no constraints just the evening and the morning and so when the sun rose to meet the day so did we And when the sun descended for the evening, we retired and rested until the next day. And as we can see, as time has evolved, things have changed drastically so much. And so our innate physical rhythm, it's been overridden by the erratic rhythm of our American culture. We have our night shifts. We have our midday shifts. We have our weekend shifts. We have 24-7 operations. And it's really changed the natural rhythms. And it's created unpredictable patterns that have caused us to veer off extremely from the original course that God designed for us concerning rest and relaxation. And rest is one of the most quintessential cornerstones to our health but it receives little to no attention. And so when we talk about rest, that encompasses adequate sleep, and it also encompasses taking time to stop from all of our work. And so while we're actually sleeping, the body undergoes a natural healing process. We're recovering from the wear and the tear of the day. During that time, the body is actually healing our blood cells, our heart vessels, our muscles, our tissues, our joints, our ligaments are all actually being repaired. Our hormone levels, our blood sugar levels are being properly regulated and our immune system and even our brain functions are strengthened. And so if an individual continues to follow erratic patterns and schedules, and does not provide the body with enough sleep, here are some of the illnesses and problems that can occur. Things such as strokes, diabetes, um, irritability, which creates mood swings when we're not getting our proper rest. There can be an immune deficiency. There can also be attention disorders. Many times our children are misdiagnosed with an attention deficit disorder when actually what's going on is their body has not received the adequate rest that it needs to properly regulate. Some of the other disorders that can come about are suicidal tendencies, high blood pressure, psychological impairment, poor decision-making ability, the inability to control negative emotions and behavior, and also Individuals are prone to having more accidents on the job and while driving when there is not adequate rest that is received in the physical body. And there was an actual study that was done by the National Sleep Foundation, and they discovered that millions of people are simply not getting enough sleep and many are suffering due to lack of sleep. The survey revealed that at least 40 million Americans suffer from over 70 different sleep disorders and 60% of adults report having sleep problems a few nights or more each week. Most of those with these problems go undiagnosed and untreated. More than 40% of adults experience daytime sleepiness, Severe enough to interfere interfere with their daily activities at least a few days each month. With 20% reporting problem sleeping a few days or more each week. And so if we listen to the statistics here that are being shared. It's compelling evidence that reveals that the direction that we're headed in is not working. And in order to bring our personal world into balance and in alignment, we have to take proactive measures to guard the gift of rest. The Bible reminds us in Psalms 127 and 2, it's vain for us to rise up early, to take rest late, to eat the bread of toil, for he has given unto his beloved sweet sleep. And so some of the things that we can do to enter into this place of rest and to reduce the stress that we're experiencing in our life is that I like to say we have to incorporate those Sabbath moments into our life every single week. And so I want to encourage you to start off by looking at your schedule. Determine what day of the week works best for you. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Saturday. It doesn't have to be a Sunday. But according to your schedule, where you can rest from any and all of your working activities, and this can be for a 24-hour period or whatever time frame you choose that will work best for you. And when you have that time, commit to not let anyone or anything interfere with your time or that sacred space of rest. Also, consider eliminating all electronic communications to include your cell phone, your iPad, your TVs, computers, not wearing a watch during your chosen time of rest. And I know that this is a big temptation in in our time today, But to resist that temptation of engaging with your digital devices, you can silent or mute the ringers or keep them in a different room so that you can begin to condition and train your body to get into that rhythm of rest. And also when it comes down to stress and um, doing some of the things that will help you to relax and to get into that place of peace, Oftentimes, if you're sharing, um, and I know things are a little bit different in our times with COVID-19, but if you're creating those connections with other people, whether it's your family, your friends, your neighbors, it's shown to help to reduce those stress levels so that you can engage in some type of, whether it's a fun, relaxing activity, or just doing some things that you enjoy and love, with your family, your friends, or your neighbors. Also remember that taking time out to reconnect with God through prayer, meditation, scripture reading, setting um, the Bible, or even journaling your thoughts during that time of rest. And journaling is one of the, the biggest um, therapeutic methods that many of my clients that I work with they use because it helps to um, share thoughts as well as it's very healing when it comes down to kind of releasing some of those things. Another tip that you can do is that you can take an extra long nap. You can take a candlelit bath to give your body the much needed rest that it actually deserves. I believe it was the great late Jim Rohn that said that we only have one body and so we have to take care of it so give your body that that care that attention that it needs Um, this is one of my favorite tips to helping to reduce stress is that you can refresh your mind and your body by getting out into God's creation take a walk along a nature trail visit your local park your beach, um, that is in your area. Connect with God and creation. And you'll notice that once you're you're inhaling that fresh air, that's so healing to the body because when you're in, in that fresh air, it actually, actually oxygenates your blood cells. So it gives the, the blood cells in the body the oxygen. It helps you to revitalize. It helps you to be renewed. I want to encourage you to make sleep a priority in your life. Assess how much sleep you really need. Experiment by taking one to two days during the week to not set your alarm clock and allow your body to wake up naturally on its own to see how rested you feel. Another area to reduce stress in that I see this from time to time again is that if you're on your job, You don't take breaks, but I want to encourage you. Take your lunch break. Allow um, the breaks that you are allotted on your job to be a part of your daily practice. Don't work through lunch, even if it's only for 30 minutes. Consider this your own personal siesta like they do in in Europe. Enjoy a healthy meal. Read a good book or a magazine. Do something that you enjoy that is not work-related. And then lastly, reflect on the blessings in your life, your family, your friends, community, health, your church, and thank God for each of them in prayer. And so if you are someone that is in the throes of life and you're at the crossroads roads where you feel like you need some additional support to help you to manage stress, please connect with me. I would love to Um, have a conversation with you. You can find me at rockyourworldnaturally.com That's rockyourworldnaturally.com I can pray with you. I can share information according to the scriptures as well as give you some practical life tools to help you to live optimally in spirit, soul, and body. Remember that my prayer for you will always be 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and live in good health, even as your soul prospers. Have a blessed week. For health tips, faith-based education and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Rock Your World Naturally, and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld28.